Hello and welcome to the United Sisters podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Okoje, but my friends call me Omo. I'm a doctor, a mom, an entrepreneur, business strategist, transformational coach, and the founder of United Sisters, an organization dedicated to inspiring, empowering ladies whilst challenging the status quo. I am obsessed with helping women find their voice and understand their true potential, purpose and passion, regardless of their creed and culture. This podcast is dedicated to helping you up-level every aspect of your life. Join me for today's episode as we unearth the power that already lies within you. So, hello ladies. This again is your girl Akoje. I have got my dear friend um, who is a positive psychologist, a lawyer back background. This is part two of our our session. So I'm sure if you haven't listened to part one, I will strongly encourage you to go back and have a listen because she says so openly, but um, as FR is a positive psychologist coach, a lawyer by background, she really helps people, families, parents, really just to have the psychology to succeed in every aspect of their lives. So, you know, when we talk about leadership, we just don't just talk about, you know, leadership in terms of in context of organization, but just being a leader and self-leadership, which is what she kind of alluded to at the end of part one. So we just were going to thank you again as a for for taking time out to do this with us. But I really wanted us to jump straight in into the whole concept of emotional intelligence, because I really believe that really helps you to propel yourself in any organization in your entrepreneurial journey as a parent as a human being so if you want to share with us but yeah welcome again thank you for having me again i'm excited (laughs) it's great to chat (laughs) hopefully hopefully we get to share that one thing that would help someone make that shift and move and elevate their well-being absolutely Absolutely. It's a big thing, well-being, that they talk about in the workplace. So I think for me, I'm more looking at the question from you being a leader. um, How do you gain emotional intelligence? How do you, yeah, because it's a massive thing. I remember being in a senior position and coming across people with different personalities, with different agendas. And it was, I was trying not to be reactive, but I know that from our conversations, the whole emotional intelligence is key to really being knowing yourself as a leader and navigating the emotions of leadership and managing people. So what, what's, what's your question? How do you, let me get the question again. Emotional intelligence. How do you, how do you, how do you get emotionally intelligent? <laughs> intelligent. So that's so broad, but I'm going to, so let's go there. I'm, I'm just going <laughs> to. No. I like the question. It's interesting because what I would do is I'm I'm going to share a very simple model that Mm. we use. And hopefully um, I would then talk about the different competence within the model. Okay. Okay. Um, So first of all, how do you get emotionally intelligent? 
is just first of all understanding what that means. Mm. What does it mean to be emotionally intelligent? And the simple way we say that is being smart with your feelings. Mm. Um, and by smartness, the way you say, oh, your 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 um, intelligent, cognitive intelligence. This yes. is being smart with the emotion. And earlier on, the, the the other when we talked about earlier on, I talked about the fact that we should normalize emotions mm. and we should name our emotions. But now I'm actually going to give uh, the model, share the model, so it's easy. So we have what we call a model, six seconds models that we use. Is um, know yourself, choose yourself, give yourself. So it's an emotional intelligence model that you just have at the back of your mind and helps you to navigate and explore emotions so that you are emotionally intelligent. If I use if I use your language, so know yourself. Mm-hmm. That's the first part of the model. Mm-hmm. Imagine a circle. You have know yourself. You have choose yourself and you have give yourself. Right. So you have to so break that down model. for me. <laughs> I will break that down for you. Thank you. And what the model, what the model simply says is know yourself as a model, but in the model. So when you run through the circle, you can jump in at any point and you practice these key three areas, you grow your emotional intelligence. And within the three key areas, each has competences. Mm. So know yourself, there are two, and we say competences because they are skills that you build, that you grow. You right. can, I cannot just say, oh, oh, I'm emotionally intelligent. Mm. No. There are skills in emotional intelligence that you grow. So know yourself, there are two core competences. And those competences, the first is emotional literacy, hmm. which is your capacity to be emotionally literate, giving language to your feeling. Yes, you mentioned that in part one. I mentioned that earlier. And that is so, in fact, I like to almost say for me, that's almost the most important part because that's what we don't have at all. Hmm. I remember for for years, I did not know that a core emotion I struggle with is overwhelm. Hmm. But I would go, oh my God, I don't know how I'm feeling. There's a way I don't know how I'm feeling. I'm feeling. (laughs) And guess what? That is not knowing what is, is, of course, you're clinical, right? When you're able to say this is what is wrong with a patient, that's like 90% of it, right? Hmm. You know, this is the problem. But so with your emotions, when you don't even know how you're feeling. Yes. It's just, you, in your physiology, there's so much confusion going on. Mm. But the moment you can say, and then you don't take responsibility mm. when you don't know, you can blame things outside of yourself. Mm. <laughs> Meanwhile, that emotion is driving you. So mm. using an overwhelm, for, and this is so important for leadership, when you live that feeling of so much to do and overwhelm, yes, when yes. you cannot even name it. So the moment I could give language and, say, and I realized, oh, wow, this is overwhelmed. When it begins to come up, emotional literacy just says, name it. I feel overwhelmed right now. Hmm. But I think people might struggle with that because it's almost somewhat admitting defeat. So that's, so that's, that's the shift we need to make in how we think about our well-being. 
we must make that shift. Mm. And to be honest, I know I would, I would say, um, I don't want to say spirituality, but religion mm. probably plays a role with that where, oh, don't say, don't say. I don't think that's what God is saying to us. Mm. Really? He is not saying, don't admit how you feel. He's saying, don't let it drown you. Don't mm. sink in it. They're mm. two different things, mm. right? Experiencing an emotion is different from just accept, oh, oh yes, I'm overwhelmed. So I'm all, and you sit, no. Naming it, the minute I go, oh my God, I feel overwhelmed right now. Of course, you need to move to the next competence. Now I know it's overwhelmed. The, so the next competence in knowing yourself, you need self uh, Aristotle, I think, said the greatest thing that every man needs is know yourself, know yourself, know yourself. And I like to say, if you do not know yourself, how can you do your or give yourself? Hmm. You can do you if you don't know you. So when I know that overwhelm is a core emotion that I had struggled with and I give a name to it, the, the next competence is simply recognize patterns. That in um, the know so recognize patterns. And what this simply means is just simply understand, does this come up for me often? Yes. Is this a pattern that I experience regularly? Hmm. Right? Hmm. And the reason that is important is the human brain, like most of us would know, I like to use what creates shortcuts. Hmm. Imagine the first day you learned how to drive. Hmm. When you were thinking about those of us that learned to drive with a manual car, you're going... Uh, you are so conscious of your yes, journey. Changing gears. <laughs> Everything. But now you don't you don't even know when you got into your car wow. and get to where you're going. Hmm. What happened? That's a pattern you created. So we know that the brain is plastic from the science of neuroplasticity. That means the more every time you do something, you're literally creating a neural connection in your brain mm. and the, the more you repeat that particular action you're creating strong neural networks after a while that's how habits are formed is automatic you yes. just do it without thinking we don't know where, how or when we brush our teeth we don't know things yes. sometimes you're done with making coffee before. so that's a pattern mm. the same way our emotions have patterns right mm. it's true when i feel when the brain feels the physiology of overwhelm i do something it's automatic. So that's when we say we behave in autopilot. Or when you're angry at a subordinate, subordinate you yell. Mm. You just scream without thinking. That is your pattern. Right? So the moment I know, oh, I feel angry. What is my pattern when mm. I feel angry? This is my pattern. I'm not accepting it as, oh, this is my pattern. So for know yourself, those are the two competences you are aware mm. of the feeling and the pattern. So you move to the next competence, choice, which is so powerful. That's choose yourself. Now that I know my pattern, the first competence we choice is applying consequential thinking. Consequential thinking. Hmm. God gave us an amazing brain. We can think about what we're thinking about. <laughs> I love that. We can think about what we're thinking about. Yeah. <laughs> so we, somebody we have... That, that's why somebody said, I believe it's Michael Beckwith, we, we, we have a mind, we're not the mind, right? Yes, yes, we have a mind, we're not the mind. Mm. Yeah, so we can think, you can step aside and think about what you're thinking about. We can, we can think about what we're feeling. In fact, 
we have feelings about how we feel. Mm. For example, I feel embarrassed that I feel overwhelmed. Mm. Or I feel embarrassed that I feel afraid. So we can step aside ourselves, right? So consequential thinking simply is cultivating that skill of or having capacity to step aside when you have recognized your emotions, recognize name your emotions, recognize the pattern to ask yourself, what's the consequence of this, of taking this step? Mm. My regular pattern, my regular response. Mm. Does that make any sense? Yes. And if the consequence serves you, you go forward do it. If it doesn't serve you, you step aside and you say, you know what? I have to make a different choice. I need to do something differently here. So that's consequential thinking. And of course there are layers and layers and layers of this, but for this purposes, I'll just, I'll leave that there. And then the next, the next um, competence to cultivate is navigate emotions. Hmm. Under choosing yourself. And that's simply part of what I shared earlier on. And I would also just add to what I shared earlier on in the previous um, podcast. I would add with navigating emotions, of course, there is a normalizing how you're feeling, validating all the feeling, be, being self compassionate towards yourself about the feeling, not judging it, mm. but being curious about it. But at a deeper level, shifting the emotion that is serving you. Hmm. It's so powerful when you realize I can shift how I feel. And I can shift how I feel either by changing my thoughts or by changing the action that I take. The moment you think, remember I, earlier on the podcast, I talked about giving a new story to my yes, experience. Yes. Just by changing the thought I'm thinking about it, the moment I begin to think differently, for example, if I say, oh, imagine you have a subordinate who just put to bed. She, she's not really um, as active as she should be at work. She returns to work. She's heavily distracted. By embracing the situation with empathy hmm. and seeking a way to support her, how you feel changes. Right. It's by true. Choosing, it changes and what you do changes as a result. Yes. Does that make any sense? So you can navigate your emotions with all the compassion. With that, I would say, also recognizing that you can have several emotions at the same time going on. Mm. So you can choose to elevate one over the other. I give an example, Omo. When I'm feeling afraid or nervous, even dancing can shift your emotion movements. Yes. Just moving, doing motion would shift your emotion. So what I need to do to change this feeling that is, I'm not saying it as bad, but it's not serving my goal now. Mm. There are times that fear serves you. Imagine I said there's a snake under your table. Yes, yes. Fear is going to make you <laughs> You need to yourself. run. You're gonna, you just moved your body. <laughs> you just moved your body. Right. So, yeah. So that's navigate emotion. And then with that is empathy. Empathy is another competence to cultivate. Mm. Right? Getting into someone else's shoes, mm. feeling what other people feel, and not saying, Oh, I know I've been there. No, not that. Is I recognize how difficult this would be for you. Right? That's one key competence you can cultivate. And then there is the motivation, which we talked about earlier, an intrinsic motivation. motivation. That is another core competence of emotional intelligence. And I'll just drop one way to develop motivation. Or let me just, let me say, one core way, honestly, is mastery. (laughs) Whatever it is you want to do that you feel, I don't feel motivated to do this thing. Learn more about it. Mm. Know more about it. Particularly for women. 
And this is brain science. The moment you learn and know about it, your brain wires, you're creating a new brain and you're getting excited and motivated to do because now you feel, I know this thing, I can try this thing, I can do this thing. Mm. We pull back because our brain wants to keep us, we don't feel motivated. Our brain wants to keep us safe Mm. from shame. But our brain will push us forward when it feels safe that we know to do this thing or do it well. So it's more of a pull. It will, rather than pushing yourself to do it, you'll feel this pull to do it. So inquiring, you're, you're, curious, yes. Yeah. So of course there is relatedness to motivation, there is purpose in motivation, and there is autonomy, which is really important. Autonomy with motivation, you would find that you want to, you're driven to do the things that you want to do, not what I tell you to do. Mm. That's why coaching is powerful. Coaching doesn't tell. Hmm inspiring wow and you you there was a last core skill is it give give yourself so the give it? yourself mm. so give yourself is a last core skill and with give yourself oh sorry i mixed so empathy is actually in give yourself sorry right so take empathy and put it in give yourself mm. instead of empathy and choose yourself is optimism mm. optimism is a core emotional intelligence skill for choosing yourself Right. And to be honest, we can't even delve into optimism, but it's, we all know what that is. Your cup, yeah, that's, that is, that is a huge subject matter to explore, mm. but that's a competence to develop within in emotional intelligence. So the, the last will be give yourself and noble goals. So noble goal, what with that is, is your noble goal is what is that overarching purpose that drives every part of your life? Mm. If you want to put your life in this sentence and what is driving you, what is that thing? I give you an example. For me, it is to nurture wisdom, to nurture wisdom for living and dealing. That is it. Hmm. Why did you choose that as your purpose? So as my noble goal, it comp- so a noble goal should, should, should reach into every part of your life. If I look at my, my role as a parent, if I look at my role as a parent, what, what am I doing as a mother? I'm nurturing wisdom in my kids hmm. to live and to deal to deal, to engage in life and to live. Mm. With my work, you can see I nurture wisdom. That's mm. it. I share truth. I share nurture wisdom. With myself, I nurture wisdom in myself to live and to do. Wisdom is like a core part of who I am. Mm. I want to learn. I want to know how things work. And this is the thing with noble goal. Noble goal is so powerful to drive emotional intelligence because when you wake up in the morning and you remember your noble goal, your noble goal will drive you to be kinder. Hmm. So I could ask myself, does this nurture wisdom in my colleague? Does what I'm doing, does this nurture wisdom for this person to live and to deal? Hmm. Does this nurture wisdom in my relationship with my husband? Does this nurture wisdom in my, in my relationship or in my kids? Does this nurture wisdom in moving my career forward? Does this nurture wisdom in how I'm about to spend my money? Hmm. Having, crafting that noble goal, right? That drives your action is at the core of EQ. Wow. Or the model that we run. So really, I'm sure someone can get something out of this and take one or two things. And you don't have to just take all of them and begin to work, right? There's an assessment that I gave when you take it, you actually can tell where you are on each of them Mm. and you can grow them. Oh, please tell us how we can get in touch with you then. (laughs) Also, to get in touch with me, the quick way to get in touch with me at the moment is at Izefwa on Instagram 
or you can email me at zephyrgmail.com at the moment because I'm doing some work on my website and all of that. So you can reach me there right now. How do you spell the Zephyr? I-Z-E-F-U-A. So at izefwa at gmail.com. Just hit me, hit me an email. Um, for anyone who wants to work on really, 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 I love to dabble with real intense emotions, mm. I want to be honest. People don't like to touch it, but I find with my coaching work, I find I'm drawn to people that have to deal with that a lot because I can it resonates with me. Mm. Shame, fear, guilt, and all of that. And to um, not to numb the feeling, but to use the wisdom in those emotions to grow yourself. Because to be honest, they grew me. Wow. So when they get in touch with you, you can send them this free assessment and then they can start working on their it's emotions. It's not free, darling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Not a free, but on this assessment. <laughs> yeah. So it's interesting. Almost there are several, there are several well-being assessments. Mm. When I work with clients, depends. I have strength assessments that I use. There are several, depending on what the person is presenting mm. as what it is you want to shift. Strength is another subject entirely. How to use your strengths to elevate your well-being. So, and I use strength a lot. It's powerful for me personally mm. and with my clients. So depending on what the person wants to shift or grow, then we'll know, oh, sure, this would work for you. But of course, EQ works for everybody. So mm. we can use the EQ assessment and take it from there. So what I do is after the assessment that we can actually have EQ coaching to see what competence do you want to grow? What skills do you, what do you need to grow these competences and how you can support yourself to move forward? Yeah. Wow. This sounds amazing. Zephyr, you've, you've taught me so much. I, I mean, I just learned the word EQ. I didn't realize that there was actually a framework that surrounds it. So thank yes, you so much for going through that so eloquently. I'm really grateful for that. So just thank before you for we... Having me. <laughs> Yay. Just before we end, I just want you to complete this sentence. Um, if I say life is, how would you complete that sentence? So I want to ask for me or just generally what life is? Just for you. For me, life is a journey. Yes. I, would yeah. agree. I can resonate life with that. It's a journey, total journey. And I think it's an unfoldment of who you really are. Every day. <laughs> and I like, I like life as a journey. I tell you why. It's interesting you asked me that. Because every year I try to say, what's my word for the year? And it's funny. I think journey is the word for me this year. Yay! <laughs> We've brought it out. So this is meant to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. Journey. Journey. And, and the reason is... When I have treated my life as a destination for a long time, hmm. where you just want to have the end, like you have a project, <laughs> yes. like yes. you're not, you're not enjoying it. Yes. Like we're having this conversation. The conversation is a journey. I don't know where, where it started. I don't know where it's going to end. I'm just going to enjoy the next mm. minute and put myself into every moment and see what unfolds. Yes. I like that. Zephyr, thank you so much for your thank time. Thank you so much. I'm so excited for what 2020 will bring you. And I really wish you all the best. And it's so nice that we can reach you because you have such pearls of wisdom, which is what you're about. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you too. And thank you more for this platform. It's powerful. Thank you for the work that you're doing with women and the support that you're bringing in. 
you never know. You just never know when you put out those posts or when you share this truth, you don't know who gets it and who needs it. I know how much listening to podcasts and other things have saved my life. So you just don't know. Well done. Thank you. I love you so much, girl. You're my boo from when we're six. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Love you, darling. Thank you. (laughs) Blessings to you. You too. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. If you've loved what you've heard, which I'm sure you have, then please go ahead and share the love, leave a review and subscribe. I would love to hear your thoughts, your ideas, your aha moments and your breakthroughs. You can connect with me on social media, on Instagram or Facebook by searching for Dr. Okoje Omo Okunkwo. You can find my details on the show notes. I'd love to add you to our Facebook United Sisters group where you'll get a daily dose of inspirational thoughts and insights. I can't wait to connect with you on our next episode. But until then, go out there, be bold, be beautiful and just be you.